Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Mindful Muslim Speaks, a place where we discuss all things Muslim mom. So today, um, we're going to be talking about my miracle morning routine. I've mentioned this a couple times before. It's really helped me with scheduling and a lot of other things, and I'm really excited to share it with you today. It has really changed my life. I know I say a lot of things have changed my life. I've been mentioning lately, but really, really, I'm trying to tell you some of the most pivotal moves I've made to get my life where it is today, and I'm really grateful for it. Please don't forget to also join us on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook for inspiration and other information. So um, today I'm going to share my Miracle Morning routine and basically this is what I do each morning. Managing time has been something I really struggled with in the past. I know a lot of people still even struggle with this and I totally feel you. I mean I was always complaining I didn't have enough time. I was always tired. You know I couldn't change from being a night person. I was definitely definitely a night person most of my life and you know I just couldn't be a morning person and I just kept saying these things to myself and, and if you know me you've heard me say in instagram and a couple other places where i post where like what we tell ourselves is so important because it ends up being true right because we act the way that we we feel and what we believe so basically i would tell myself that and everything but then i learned in islam the importance of like the ability of the human being to break um, bad habits or cycles or things and i learned actually that there's no such thing as um, that's just who I am or that's how I can't change. Like that's actually totally not true. And actually I'm used to like um, frown upon people who would speak like that. And, and uh, you know, he taught us that actually to change ourselves on any specific thing that we need to do, we only need two things. We just need, need sincere intention and dua. And really, really, it's true. And proof of that is in the Quran, in the way of Rasulullah, where um, in Sahih Muslim, they said, Verily, the hearts of the sons of Adam are between the two fingers of the fingers of the compassionate Lord as one heart. He turns that to any direction he likes. Then uh, Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, O oh Allah, the turner of hearts, turn our hearts to thine obedience. And so he just made dua. He just made dua on the thing he wanted to change. And Allah can change anything. And if we say it can't be changed, we're actually putting a limitation on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Astaghfirullah. We don't want to do that. And also, uh, Allah also tells us in the Quran directly, when my servant asks you, O oh Muhammad, concerning me, indeed I am near. I respond to the dua of the supplicant when he calls upon me. So let them respond to me and believe in me that they may be rightly guided. And um, subhanAllah, as soon as the, he also goes on to say, as soon as the thought of engaging in a bad habit hits your mind, seek the refuge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from shaitan. And in the Surah Quran um, 2, 186, so I, when I heard these things, I was like, wow, okay. So that's something I've been conditioned to think, that I can't change, this is who I am, da 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 This is very, very honest truth, like American mentality. And subhanAllah, I had just kind of bought into it because that's what we're used to. And I think it just gives us permission to just not have to do anything, not change. And we actually have to focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anyway because the purpose of our life is ibadah, right? Allah said, and I did not create the jinn of mankind except to worship me. So if I'm not getting my worship right, then really like my whole purpose of life is kind of thrown off. It kind of defeats the purpose of being here, right? And so um, the thing is, I, I would start to really have a concern about what I do with my time. And time became really important to me. And I realized that, you know, Allah is going to ask us about our time. And I found this 
special time in the day. And I kept telling Allah, you know, I want to value time. I want to value time, but I'm struggling. I have so much to do. My kids, it's hard. How can I do it? And Allah gave me this. He gave me the gift I'm going to share with you today. He taught me that the best time for me in the day to be able to get all my things done that I have to get done is in this miracle morning time. And the time that I'm referring to is the time in the sunnah where Rasulullah refers to the last third of the night or the time right after Fajr where it's really super beneficial to do certain things, especially like reading Quran and stuff like that. Now, depending on what kind of person you are, like uh, last third of the night might be easy for you, right after Fajr might be easy for you. But what I will say is it's not impossible for anyone. Actually, anything is possible if you want to. Now, like, why am I going to get myself up at that time? Obviously, we all know we should pray Fajr, but like, what is like, I'm really going to get myself up at that time, you know, like really... Yeah, let me tell you why. Because um, I know we learn all these things are true and we kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you actually do them and you actually just try them out to see if they really have the benefit. I know stuff for Allah, we shouldn't question things. When you actually like, I know the proof, like they had that saying, like the proof is in the pudding. Like when you actually try to do it, it speaks for itself. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a chance. And I did it. Whoa. So what was the benefit of me getting up at that time and doing stuff at this particular, you know, these times, these windows of time? It took whatever I had to do and it cut my time in half. It brought me extreme relief in stress and anxiety because I had so many things to do and I couldn't get it done and I was like, you know, whatever. And also it gave me time for myself, gave me peace of mind. It gave me all of these things just by switching what time of the day I did things. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but I'm explaining to you what my morning routine is. So you'll get a better idea of what it looks like. But what I did really changed my life and it really helped me because for the first time in my life, you know, I just realized that all I have to do is ask Allah to help me and that's it. I didn't have to like run to a special friend or a therapy talk show. I just went to Allah first, especially if I had like any type of particular problem also in this, these hours, biggest results in answers to my dua. It's just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, like he comes in this last third of the, the night to to answer the, the supplicants, you know, dua. And Rasulullah also taught us the closest time that any worshiper is to his Lord is during the last part of the night or in sujood or after these times. So subhanAllah, it is the best time to get those tough things done. So let me explain to you what I do for my morning, what I actually use the time for. Now, everybody's routine is going to be different. So this is just like me sharing what I do, but it can be different for you and, you know, whatever works for you works. I'm going to make a YouTube video on it, inshallah, but for now, you know, you can envision it with the podcast and just um, here along with me. Um, I'm a bit of a health nut and I've been that way for years, way before like this wave of plant-based craze or whatever is happening. I mean, I'm really glad it's happening because it's doing a lot of good, but it's not necessarily new. So some of these things I'm saying, I've actually just been doing them forever. So, um, okay, so the first thing I do, as I wake up and I pray qiyam. Now on a bad day, which happens to all moms, you know, kids are up all night, you know, like I couldn't sleep, I hardly got any sleep. I'm really forgiving on myself and I just do fajr, you know, but I always put in my mind I'm going to do qiyam because you always got to shoot for the top, right? So if you fall a little bit, at least you didn't fall far. Great. So if I just go for fajr, for fajr, I'm never going to probably pray qiyam except for Ramadan. And that makes me feel like a hypocrite. So, you know, whatever. And I thought I'd do. And at that time, obviously, because I have to make wudu and stuff, I brush my teeth and I wash my face. And I have this really awesome black soap that I use from Ghana and it's really good for your skin. So I use that. Um, then I go and I make my dua for protection. 
Now, I could do a whole podcast on the benefits of this alone in my life. It has amazing effects, so I don't skip this. Sometimes we'll also do this for my kids at the same time, you know, and just say the special source for them. If not, I'll do it later when they're awake and, and I have to send them off. But, um, yeah, that's what I do then. Um, since I already wash my face and brush my teeth at the time of woo, I just usually, like, apply some natural shea butter cream to my face to hydrate it. And that's it. I'm just, like, there I'm up. Um, then I go and I get myself some lukewarm water, lemon and cayenne, and I force myself, by the way, to drink lukewarm water. I love ice cold water, but I know it's a shocker for the body in general, and especially first thing in the morning. Our bodies have just been sleeping. It's kind of like a mini fasting. So the first thing we have is best absorbed, and it's best to put most beneficial things in your body at that time. And that's some, those are some of the things I know that benefit me. So I have the lukewarm water, the lemon, and the cayenne together very, very small amount of cayenne, but still it's, it has extreme benefits. And if I'm feeling hungry at that time, then I'll just make my smoothie right away. Otherwise, I'll just delay it. And again, because it's one of the first things you eat best absorbed, best way to get those nutrients directly into your body super fast. Um, I usually go right away to be honest, because I'm usually hungry and I make it. And I do it as long as like my blender is not going to wake up the kids. I have kind of like these two favorite smoothies that are like really, really great health benefits. And they don't make you gain weight because to be honest, some smoothies do. And I've explained that one of my blog posts. So the two favorite ones I have, you'll find them in my um, blog. And it is the Berry Boost one and the Citrus one. I kind of have those regularly. I have other ones too, but there's my faves. Um, next, I go on and I journal. Again, I have a blog post just on how I journal because I do four specific things. It's not just like a random rant. It's these four specific points or questions that I focus on. And you can find that again in my blog post. You'll see how I do it, the easy steps. And it's a very specific method. And it really, really just gets me out of any kind of funk. If I'm in like a mental funk, I'm not feeling super good, it instantly like, switches my mood. And if I'm in a really good mood already, like I feel fine, it just takes me to the next level in terms of focus, and spirituality and productivity so I do that um, next okay that doesn't take too long really just like five minutes seven minutes after that I'm usually in a good mood and then I recite Quran I usually aim for doing three things with Quran in the morning um, it's uh, usually just reciting memorizing and then to the or contemplation and these three these three things are totally different. Um, even in uh, Ramadan, I do it too. I, I have specific times for each because they have different benefits and they're not the same, you know. So like reciting, for example, it cleanses the heart. It puts us in a good mood. It's showing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're pondering his, him, excuse me, that we're using the gift of speech for good. The memorizing gives us Quran to intercede for us in Yam al-Qiyamah. And the tadabr uplifts our gratitude and our iman as we like ponder the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all he's given us. So if my time is tight or it's not easy for me that morning, I might switch it to two, but usually these are the three that I do. Okay, so the last thing that I do is I usually clean, cook, or work. And I know that doesn't sound like like part of a morning routine, but it really, really is because I intentionally do it and I have specific things. So now usually I try to clean my house in specific areas like kitchens or living rooms and toys and things the night before because it just makes me feel better to wake up to a clean house. But if we have a really particularly difficult night or a long day, the kids were messier than usual, again, I'm easy on myself. But I, again, always put in my mind, I'm going to just clean the house before I go to bed. So definitely the worst thing is having to like wake up to a messy 
you know, house, but I, I ha- sometimes it happens, you know, what are we going to do? So then I'll clean at that time. Otherwise, if the house is clean and I wake up and it's fine, I go straight to cooking. And you're like, why would you want to cook dinner? Which is what I'm doing. I'm cooking dinner. Why would you want to cook dinner at this time of the day? That just sounds ridiculous. But the truth is, the worst thing is to have to have to cook dinner on your head, like that hanging on your head all day. What will I cook? Oh, the kids are going to be hanging on me and crying and needing me. I'm going to be running between the kitchen and whatever it is they're doing or fighting over. You know, no thanks. I learned that cooking at this time in silence has greatly reduced my level of stress and anxiety during the day. I sat down with myself at one point and pinpointed exactly what was causing me the most stress and anxiety. And it w- this was one of the things on my list was like cooking and running and this and that. And even the stress of thinking I have to do it. When I've had that out my way, it makes me feel great. It's kind of like working out. Some people like to work out super early in the morning so that they can just have the rest of the day and not worry about working out. Um, for me, I work out with my husband and I wait for him to get home. So we, it's like kind of like our together thing. So I don't do it in the morning. But um, otherwise, I probably might even do that. But um, anyway, so yeah, if I don't get to cook the entire meal, I at least do prep work where at least all I had to do, like if I had chopped and marinated or whatever, is just assemble it later and it's super fast, pop it in the oven or whatever and it's done. But having that done, I cannot explain the amount of stress that has taken off of me. Um, and then in terms of work, if I have like a couple really important emails, quick things I have to do, then I'll just send them out at that time because they're things that I know I had to get done that day. And I again, I don't want them hanging over my head as the entire day goes because those are the things that we don't realize that just give us stress. So the rule of thumb for me is that my goal for this last period of time is to do the things for me that particularly um, make me reduce my stress. So for you, it might be something else. It might be like, oh, I got to like get X, Y, Z done. Um, That's fine. So just do whatever it is that is a big chunk of time and you need to do it alone fast and it'll take some stress or some things off of your shoulders and that's what I do um usually by the way this whole process takes me about two hours um I can do it less or more depending on the specifics of what I'm doing but let's just say on average I usually spend about two hours um and and you might have heard me in my previous podcast that I also do my scheduling two times a month in my miracle morning time, this is when I do it. So like one of those or two of those um, mornings, I will do like a schedule for the next two weeks, a schedule for the next two weeks. Also sometimes in that in the morning, I will also check like how my schedule is going for five minutes. Like, oh, I realize I missed that, switch it over, move it over, and that's that. Um, like I said, the entire room takes, the entire routine takes about two hours. Now this is the kicker. Some people will say, I need my sleep. That's not going to work. Well, what I'll say is this. I went from being a complete night person, sleeping at 11 and 12 a.m. on average, to going to sleep at 8.30 p.m. And you can be like, what? I'm not a kid. But you know what? That's not, has nothing to do with that. Russell Sassadam said, he always said, he suggested that we sleep early after Isha. Why? So we can wake for Fajr. Because really, really think about it. People who stay up all night watching YouTube videos and doing whatever, God knows what they do, usually don't wake up for Fajr. They're usually pretty tired after they've stayed up all that time. And they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'll just pray Fezzer when I wake up. No, actually, it's a really big deal. Like, I could go off on a whole other podcast about what a really big deal missing Fezzer and doing it almost like intentionally knowing you might miss it is. It's extremely bad. But at the end of the day, 
point being is that anything we want to change in our life, we can do it by the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, we don't want to limit the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying it can't be done. So some of the things in my routine might not be for everyone or it might be for you. What I would suggest is if you want to give it a try, ease into it. Don't try to like do it like every every morning. Maybe like twice a week or once a week, just try to do it because you might find that it's for you. Now, if you're just going to do it once or twice, granted, your body clock is not going to be shifted where you're going to do it to the best of your ability, but at least you could try it out and see if it works for you. And I think like you'll find over time, if you do it regularly, it completely changes your mood and your stress level. And overall, you're of much more benefit to your family. So I really hope that uh, that really helped you guys. Um, and inshallah ta'ala, if you have any of the ideas you'd like to share or questions you have about morning times and routines, please send them my way. Otherwise, I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa